As a coach, have you ever had to present like you're strong when all hell is breaking loose in another area within your life? Mm-hmm. In episode one, I'll share a tragic loss personally that impacted my career professionally. Episode one is titled, It Nearly Killed Me. Take a listen. Welcome to episode one of the Global Coaches Society podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Brittany, aka Brittany Friedman, and I am so freaking excited about the launch of this podcast. Uh, If you have ever uh, followed me online, either on the Life Coach Brittany page or any of the Pink Ink pages or the Global Coaches Society page, you guys already know I've been talking about this podcast for what feels like over a year. Uh, But as all of us all know, in 2020, all hell broke loose, you know, across the globe. And it really, uh, you know, impacted us in a great way. So we decided let's go ahead and put a pause on this podcast for now. And here we are now back in 2021 and we are launching the very first episode. And I cannot wait to share what I've been up to. And most importantly, I'm going to share one of the most traumatic incidents that has happened in my life. Hopefully I will never uh, have this happen to me again, but I'm sharing it for multiple different reasons. A, this is a topic that I feel like many folks do not discuss right? As it pertains to, you know, something is going wrong in your personal life that is impacting your professional life. But as a coach, we already know we are there to be strong. We're there to present strong. We're probably always known as the strong friend. But what do we actually do when we need help, right? When we're going through a tough time and we are supposed to be the strong person at all times. Uh, Secondarily, this is I want to feel like something therapeutic for me. This is a topic that I have never shared with you all. Normally, you guys are used to me talking about, you know, business hacks and tricks and, and you know, just strategies that you guys can utilize for your business and really just creating different content to empower the industry of coaching. But today, I am not Life Coach Brittany, all right? I am just simply Brittany Freeman. I am just simply being a woman, sharing a story that I definitely feel that hopefully will impact you all and empower you all in a major, major way. Because guess what? We are all human. So I I feel like this story really begins back in 2019, So in 2019 is when I got engaged to my amazing, my amazing husband, God bless him. Um, And we started planning our wedding uh, in 2019. Of course, we had no idea that in 2020, there were going to be mandates and and shutdowns and and, just death everywhere because of COVID-19. And we were initially planning this huge mega wedding. Okay, I was like, we're pulling out all the stops. This is happening. It needs to be big. We're going big or we're going home. We are a power couple. This is what I'm thinking at the time, y'all. All right. 2020 happens and, you know, we still just were not able to find the venue that I feel I probably was in love with. My husband was definitely hands on, but he definitely was not like, look, if it can't be here, then, you know, let's wait. He was like, look, let's just choose a place to move forward. Uh Uh-uh. That was not me. And we couldn't find a venue. And then next thing we know, and again, we were looking to have the wedding in June. And if you live in Virginia, you may know that in June, I mean, the world was 
shut down, shut down in Virginia, that is. There were no, you know, everything was restricted. There were no weddings happening at all in June. So, you know, there was nothing but God really making sure that we couldn't find a venue at that time because it wouldn't have happened, you know, during that time period. So long story short, we ended up finding a venue during the pandemic with hopes, of course, of thinking that the pandemic would subside and there wouldn't be all these different limitations for venues and and events and stuff like that. And boy, were we wrong. All right. Also, just as a coach, and you guys know, I have a brick and mortar as well. You know, we were impacting the great way. I'm working with clients every single day, taking on their stress and their anxiety and their worry about their business. Because again, we're not anticipating that the pandemic is going to be going on for, you know, over a year. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is this is going to subside. I'm going to provide them with some tools and some resources to get them by because I know this is going to subside. That was not the case. Having a brick and mortar business, you know, I learned very quickly that in Virginia, they were very serious about the pandemic. And my business, the brick and mortar side, that is, had to shut down for probably more than eight months. And that means for eight months straight, this building was empty, y'all. This building that I had worked so hard for, okay, had invested so much money into so many dreams were poured into this building and overnight the building had to be vacated and we were not able to have any clients, any staff, any members, nothing uh, were allowed to be in the building. And that was a that was a hard blow to me, even though we had already hit our financial goal uh, for the year very early on, which was amazing. Right. I still was impacted by seeing this empty building that I had worked so hard on. Right. In addition to this, I'm trying to, you know, manage mentally that I have this space and, you know, no one can come inside while also pouring into my clients every single day, making sure that they are getting the resources and the tools that they need. So I want to take a break here. If you're a coach, have you ever had a point in your career where, you know, maybe things are off within your own business or within your own coaching agency, but you still are responsible for, or you feel responsible, right? For showing up every day, you know, pulling out and pushing out 100% for your clients. Has it ever been a situation for you where you had to show up? but mentally you were an emotional wreck because what was going on in your own life, all right? Keeping the story going. So, you know, we're making it through the pandemic and now we're getting close to the end of the year, which is when we were scheduled to have our wedding. And, um, you know, we had to keep cutting the list because of the changes that were happening. And now we're down to our final 150 guests. And we're a week away from our magical, amazing wedding. And the governor comes on the TV and he says, hey, we're going to put another restriction back on you all. Because at first there was a major restriction and nothing could happen. Then it turned into he was opening up some things. And then the week before the wedding, he decided to put back more restrictions again. And um, seven days before the wedding, we had to contact, you know, friends and family to let them know, hey, because of new mandates, now we only can have a wedding with 25 people total. That included myself and my husband, 
staff, you know, the wedding plan, everything. Everything had to change in a matter of seven days. And, you know, if I wasn't already, you know, just trying to figure out the pandemic, no matter how great my business was going, I now had to figure out what am I going to do about this wedding? I'm seven days away and I had to contact all these people. We already had people in town, might I add. We had already paid in full for everything. And now, you know, we're finding out days before the days before the wedding that there is this major change. You know, that alone was a major hit to me, a major hit to our family and my husband. But, you know, like always, <laughs> I kept pushing through and I was the wedding ended up being amazing. Amazing. So I want to take another pause here. Have you ever had a situation where you had pre-planned in your mind that things had to be this way, right? And God had other plans where he said, I hear you, but here's what's actually going to happen. And here's why it's going to be so amazing. And again, it turned out to be an amazing wedding. We didn't even notice that, you know, there were so many people missing and that, you know, it was just our closest friends and family that were at the wedding and I'm so grateful to how things went. I'm so grateful for how my clients were able to make it through the first year of the pandemic. But let's get into uh, where the real tragedy happened in my life and how I was really able to learn to bounce back and move forward uh, once 2021 happened. So 2021 came around and we're all hopeful, you know, obviously that things are going to be so different. Uh, in 2021 and that the pandemic is going to finally subside and things are going to change and I'm rocking and rolling in my business. Things are going really, really well as always, right? Because again, when it comes to business, I'm going to pull through and push through. I want you guys to remember how I keep saying that I am known for and I am always going to pull through and push through when it comes to my business. I want you to remember that because we're going to have a situation where I revisit that, okay? In 2021, uh, my husband and I had big plans to, we were getting ready to start another business, which we did. Uh, we were going to relocate to Atlanta, which we're currently doing. And we were going to revisit the plan of opening up our second location in Atlanta because that had always been the plan uh, for a year. Pandemic happened. So in 2021, we're like, all right, we're going full force with the relocation to Atlanta. So I'm working on my empire. Do know I have multiple different businesses. So does my husband. Uh, we're trying to find or get a new house built in Atlanta and transition uh, and relocate. And I am trying to open up a second location. All of this is happening at the beginning of 2021. And I love it right? Because anyone that knows me knows I love working, all right? I love, I work on vacations. I would probably work at somebody else's wedding. I work the day up until my own wedding. I mean, I'm all about the grind, right? And um, a few months went into 2021. I'm going to try to make it through without crying, y'all. Uh, we found out that we were pregnant with our, our first child and life was great. Life was absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, I, I kept gaining weight and I'm like, hold on now. You know, I know the pandemic had me gain a couple of pounds, but it feels like I'm gaining extra pounds in my midsection. And before I can even make it to the doctors, um, 
because, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of times if you're trying to make it to your primary care doctor or any type of doctor, really, there still are restrictions and delays and things of that nature. So I had to wait a little bit longer uh, than most before I could go to my very first prenatal uh, appointment. And I just remember the joy that my husband had every single day coming home and he's greeting me and he's greeting my stomach. And I mean, it was it was such an amazing, an amazing time. Shout out to all of the mothers. Um, and I was able to... Um, you know, experience, you know, pregnancy for a couple of months until, you know, unfortunately, I miscarried. And um, I just remember it was our very first prenatal appointment. And the doctors came in, and were so excited. And I remember, um, they didn't allow my husband to come into the doc into the office at that time, because of the pandemic. Um, and it was just me in there and everyone's so exciting and, and welcoming and they're so sweet. And when it was time to do the sonogram or ultrasound, you know, don't, don't kill me if I say it wrong. Um, I remember they couldn't find the baby that they, they, they couldn't find the baby. And I could see it on the doctor's face that something was wrong. And she said, well, let, let me call in another doctor. Another doctor came in another doctor. And before I knew it, four different doctors had came in and no one could find my baby. Um, and they said, ma'am, you know, why don't we go ahead and let your husband come in and in, you know, in Brittany mode, I'm, I'm keeping a smile on my face. I'm trying to stay strong because I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to have my husband to, Feel the sadness that is coming over me because I can almost feel it now that, you know, something has gone wrong um, before it's confirmed. And he comes in and I can just see the, the worry on his face, the worry on all the doctor's face. And I'm still keeping the strong face until they finally say, we don't see the baby, but we do see a large mass on your ovaries. And they said, it looks like, you know, obviously you're definitely pregnant, but it looks like, um, you know, maybe the baby hasn't grown full term or you may have, you know, lost the baby. And I just remember hearing their voices. You know how something tragic is happening and you're like having an out of body experience. And that was me at the time. I'm like, I hear your words, but you're wrong. Like there, there's no way in the world that my baby isn't in there because my, my stomach was huge at this time. Um, and there were a lot of you all when I was going live and, and, you know, putting out my content on social media that saw my belly. And some of you guys would even DM me and say, we're just waiting for the announcement, Brittany. And I was so excited to tell you all and, and share this journey with you all. Um, but we did, we did end up losing the baby. And it was, um, it was a very tough time for me. It was a very, very tough time for me and my family because we had made the decision to go ahead and start telling uh, some of our some of our family members. Uh, one thing that I learned while being pregnant is that, you know, you're not the only person that's pregnant. You know, whoever you tell, they they love you. If they support you and your husband, you know, everybody's pregnant and everybody is excited uh, about this journey and to be on this journey with you. And I took that on as, you know, I had failed everybody. Um, because I really felt like my, my body had failed me. You know, I, I felt like it wasn't fair. And, um, you know, I went through some of the normal steps of grief, but I started off with anger because I just 
did not understand. I had this plan and, you know, it, it didn't happen. I had been, you know, dreaming and I've always wanted to be a mother. Um, and, you know, uh, things just were different. That just wasn't the journey that we were meant to be on at that particular time. And I remember so many of my friends and family that knew they just kept calling and, and, and calling and checking on me. And I kept saying, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. And they kept saying, well, why are you at work? Why are you working? You need to you know, slow down. You have to slow down. But to me, I equated slowing down uh, as defeat. I took that as if I don't keep working, if I don't keep presenting uh, as this powerful, successful person, then maybe it means that I am no longer that. And I was absolutely wrong. And literally, while my body is going through miscarriaging, I am still talking to clients. I am still trying my best, you know, to pour into someone else, you know, in their business. And I am trying to be as strong as I absolutely can until finally a few days go by. And I'm just ready to send out an email that says, you know, forget it. Forget all of this. Forget the business forget, you know, any of it. And I remember for whatever odd reason, I mean, I normally obviously get requests for features or podcasts and things like that, but there were like four that came all in at one time. And I kept thinking, what in the heck can I even talk about? I I, I can't do these podcast interviews. I, I can't do anything right now. I just lost my baby and I am losing myself. So let me pause here and ask you guys a question. Have you ever had a loss personally, that impacted your life professionally. So uh, I learned, you know, I want to share the, the the good thing that came out of this. It's not very much, you know, wonderful that comes out of losing a child or miscarriaging. But what I learned is that because I did a lot of research once I was able to start the transition into healing, um, because I had to look at myself and the way I was responding to this tragedy and to this loss and me being so angry and, and disappointed and, and looking to blame something is that women, successful women, I'm even going to throw in there successful black women, right? We struggle A, to discuss and sometimes even to accept loss in any capacity out of fear of looking weak. And that was my struggle. That was my struggle. I lost a baby. I'm weak. I, I lost this baby. It's my body's fault. That was not the case. And another thing that I learned as well is that I am human. This is something that I want to make sure that all coaches understand. Regardless if you've had a traumatic loss in any capacity, you are still human. Okay? Here are three different things. I'm sorry, four different things that I did that led me to the road of recovery and just healing emotionally and healing physically in order to continue on the journey of being a powerhouse and being a coach and supporting my clients. So step one, I want you to take time to heal. Normally, these would be things that we tell our clients, right? Take time to heal. Take time. Be patient. But if you yourself, the person that is responsible for pouring into another person, if you are pouring from an empty cup, 
because you have not taken the time to replenish yourself, nine times out of 10, it's because you have not fully healed. I'm not talking about a part-time heal. I'm not talking about a made-up heal in order for you to keep going. I'm talking about fully healing, okay? Next up, I want you to find a support system or to lock in with your support system. I know a lot of us as coaches, we believe we have this magic cape. A lot of us do have capes as coaches. And that also comes with always being the strong friend or always being the person that someone else can rely on. And we will forget that we too also need a support system. And I learned one of the things that really got me by outside of my amazing husband is that I really had a support system that I had no clue that I could tap into when all things were going left, right? So find a support system or remind yourself that you do have a support system. You're not responsible for always being the strong person. Okay, let me repeat that because I feel like that may have missed some of y'all in the back. You are not responsible for always being the savior and the strong person in your family, in your group, in your friendships that you have at work, it's not your job. Next up, I want you to find and indulge into a hobby outside of work. I found this to probably be one of the probably second most challenging things of all time for me, is finding a hobby that had nothing to do with coaching, business, making money, a brick and mortar, a co-working space. I mean, I could go on and on with things that I am phenomenal at, okay? But guess what? I'm not that phenomenal at taking time and indulging into a hobby that is work-free. And I really found some time to really tap back into my hobbies. One thing that I forgot about myself, short story, um, is that I'm, an, I'm a phenomenal artist, I'm so good at creating things, just like I do in my business, but I am great at artistry. And while I was healing and I was forced to sit down and focus on my health, I just painted and painted and created and created things again that were non-work related and they will probably never see the light of day, uh, you know, for someone else to witness it. But I enjoyed that. And I'm now, again, tapping back into things that I love that have nothing to do with caring for and supporting another person as a coach. And the last thing that's so important, y'all, is to delegate, is to delegate. I promise you, if you take a day off, if you choose to take a week off, if you choose to take the year off, please make sure that you have systems and support in place professionally so that you can take the time off that is needed to heal from any type of trauma, tragedy, loss, misstep. Okay, again, that's taking time, finding a support system, indulging in a hobby, and delegating. This is the end of episode one of the Global Coach Society podcast. I'm so grateful I had the opportunity to share my story and how I struggled and how I was able to make it through. I hope you're able to find some type of encouragement from my story, and I look forward to sharing the very next episode in addition to highlighting and interviewing some of my favorite coaches in some of our future episodes. As always, keep growing.
This episode is sponsored by A La Carte 360, a digital marketing agency that offers digital ads and virtual tours for small businesses looking to be seen in a big way. Visit alacarte360.com or alacarte360 on Instagram and Facebook.